tell your friends the Mark and Max show is back and better than ever. Oh, yeah. LifeRadio.fm. It's the Mark and Max show and uh, a big. What? Just thinking, starting things off right by spilling the coffee yeah. everywhere. I've... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, I'm on a roll. Well, uh, big thanks to the Mark of Congleton for oh. cutting me slack yesterday. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Uh, things man. happen. <laughs> yeah, well, it did. All right, so. Um, <laughs> I'm backing up to referring to the spilling the coffee. You you, yeah. you dropped your coffee thermos. How many yes. times have we done that? You know those things, the, the coffee pumps yep. with the glass liners? You One of those turns yeah. over on the way to work, and it's all over. You just got mm-hmm. coffee all over the floor oh. of the car, and it's just, it's, yep. you know, you're done. But and it shatters the glass on the inside. You can't uh-huh. even salvage any of that's it. That's right. It's a goner. It is. That's why you, yep. you go look for those stainless steel ones instead. They cost Which, more, but they don't hey, break, you know? Mike Eccles gave me one a couple yeah. of years ago. Yeah. When he had, I had a tree fall in my yard, okay, in an overnight storm. And we were blocked in. It was so big, we didn't even know it because early in the day, right? Right. And so uh, we actually, uh, LaDonna is on the, our Facebook message group for our neighborhood. And we get a message and it's like, hey, are you guys okay? Because all the power was out. You know, everything was down. And on Facebook, they showed a picture of our house. <laughs> you couldn't see our house because there's a huge tree that had fallen. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I go outside and I'm like, That's oh, yeah, it didn't hit the house. It was just that, you know, uh, right. the forced, what is it, forced perspective right, on the yeah. camera. Anyway, yeah, from so the it street. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looked like our house had been nailed, but it hadn't. So That's anyway, Mike good. Eccles came over to help because it was so big. The nor- This was so big, normal chainsaws couldn't handle it. Okay. <laughs> so we had to get, I mean, my neighbors tried, but it was just too big. So Mike came over with his supersized uh, chainsaw that I'm sure he did not get it at a pawn shop and mm-hmm. brought it, you know, and cut that. And, but he, the thing is, is that he knows how important it is. So he brought me a thermos of coffee, but it's right. one of the big pumps and yeah. it actually is not glass lined. No, it is metal. And so, yeah. but it's awesome. It works better than most. So. Is that the one that has the there crystal hamburgers wrap on yes. the outside? Yes. That's what it is. Yes. <laughs> we found those at a thrift store one day. <laughs> They're I, awesome. I have an, I have the matching, I have the matching wow. for that one. Yeah. So we, <laughs> We've got matching everything, don't That's we? Right. I mean, okay. If, I'll tell you what. If if Jane was just a little taller and a little heavier, <laughs> we'd have matching wives. Ooh. LifeRadio.fm, the Mark and Mac show. <laughs> Still chuckling, are we? Yes, we are. Yeah. I'm just thinking about spilling stuff. I told you yeah. this. I told you this during the music. Yeah. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I'm uh, I'm at the house and I'm trying to lose some weight. So I've been I've been I've been for lunch. Usually, I'm having these meal replacement shakes or bars or something like that. You know, just this diet stuff. Trying to lose some weight. So a couple of meals a day. It's not real food. It's something out of a package. And uh, <laughs> so I'm mixing up this chocolate shake, and I've got this everybody's seen these things, the shaker, it's a shaker, uh, thing with the wire, you've got the little wire ball on the inside of it. And you put all your ingredients in there and shake it all up. And the wire ball stirs it all together and everything. So I put in the, I put the water in, I put the wire ball in, I put in the powder for this chocolate milkshake thing, which is not really a chocolate milkshake. Come on, who are yeah. we fooling here? But <laughs> and I pick it up off the counter. I screw the I screw the cap down tight. I give it one good shake, and the little pop up cap where you drink out of the bottle comes up open. Poof, and there's just chocolate drink 
everywhere. It's all over the kitchen. <laughs> it's everywhere. I'm like, no, this is perfect. This is just, I'm hungry, and now I have to clean the kitchen. And so <laughs> so I, I clean the kitchen. I wipe everything down. I get it all cleaned up, and I, I drink what the, the half of the shake that's left for lunch, right? <laughs> and hours later, my sweet wife, Jane, comes home from work at the car dealership, puts her first, her purse down in the kitchen and comes back in the living room and says, what'd you spill in the kitchen? <laughs> Life Radio FM, the Mark and Mac show and you know, there are a couple of places, uh, naturally known places, uh, that I've never been to, and mm-hmm. one of those is In and Out Burger. Yeah, uh, I don't even know. Do we have one in Birmingham? No, they're they're as far okay. east as I think the Dallas area. I think. Oh, okay. I think that's as far east as they are. Well, but- okay, here's the funny part because I have so many family that are still on the west coast. They don't live mm-hmm. in Southern California where we grew up, but they right. do live west, and they talk about In and Out Burgers and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And so I kind of assumed it was like. Just something I didn't go to here, so we don't have it. So okay, no, I don't no, feel bad. No, it's 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 uh, it started in in California, and uh, it's been slowly spreading. And they won't spread any further. Uh, they won't build locations more than twenty. I think it's twenty four hours from one of their supply warehouses. Right. So the, that's how they keep their ingredients on their burgers fresh. If you if and I know mm-hmm. you've never mm-hmm. had in and out. I've had it yeah. once. I've had in and out once mm-hmm. at the at uh, they have a burger stand or a, a burger stand. Yeah, they have one at LAX in Los Angeles. Yeah. And um, so we we flew in and stopped at, at in and out burger for lunch. And it was yeah. I'm, my mouth is watering just thinking about it right now. Oh, the, wow. the lettuce on the burgers was crispy. The fries were yeah. perfect. They actually you can standing at the counter placing your order. You can see one of the employees standing across the way cutting French fries. You know how they used to do it with the big thing. You put the potato in and you pull mm-hmm. the lever down and it makes French fries out of potatoes. Yeah. That's how they make their fries. And oh. so instead of freezing them, you know, pouring them out of a bag into the, into the fryer. So everything is fresh. It's just incredibly wow. fresh and incredibly good. Well, one of the things I noticed when we were at the one at LAX is like on the, on the bottom of the fry uh, container, there's a, a Bible verse and somebody says, oh yeah, they're on the bottoms of the cups too. And I held my cup up and looked under the bottom. There's one on the bottom of the cup. Wow. And, and it's because that the, the founder was a believer. Christian family owns and operates in an outburger. And they put know that. they put them on everything. Now Lindsay Snyder, she's the owner and president of In and Out Burger, uh, told the Christian Post in an interview in 2019 the practice of printing Bible verses on the company's packaging started when the the generation of ownership with the generation of ownership above her. In other words, her dad's generation, mm-hmm. or uh, it was her uncle Rich she says, who put the Bible verses on the cups and wrappers in the early 90s, just before he passed away. Uh, he had just accepted the Lord and wanted to put that little touch of his faith on the brand. Well, wow. since taking over, she's added references to Bible verses to more items, including the fry tray, the fry boat, coffee cups, hot cocoa cups, and more. On the soda cups, you'll find John 3.16. You'll see that uh, printed also on the bottom of every Forever 21 bag, in case the ladies in your family shop there. Uh, it reads, for God so loved the world. You know the verse, right? Yes. Um, there's a different one on the milkshake cups, Proverbs 3, 5. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Um, if you order a burger or a cheeseburger, you'll get one verse, Revelation three twenty. You get a double-double, that's the big one. You get another verse, which is Nahum 1, 7. 
of course, uh, Revelation three twenty yeah. is the here I here I am. I stand at the door and knock. Verse, yeah. and uh, in Nahum three, uh, Nahum one seven is the Lord is good, a refuge in times of trouble. He cares for those who trust in Him. Snyder says she added Proverbs twenty four sixteen to the fry tray. <clears throat> for though the righteous fall seven times, they rise again, but the wicked stumble when calamity strikes. And John thirteen thirty four to the cocoa cups that reads a new commandment I give to you: love one another. Um, no word on if Snyder hopes to add more Bible verses to the company's products, but the napkins are still available, so she could put them on those. <laughs> well, there's one verse that I guess they probably won't use. Oh? Revelation 3.16. Mm-hmm. So, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold or hot, I will spew <laughs> thee out of my mouth. liferadio.fm it's the mark and mac show and hey just so you know we don't shy away from talking about controversial subjects like you know bible verses on stuff but mark's been sitting here talking about the food oh, for cool. almost the last 20 minutes now and it's like we're both star he keeps talking about in and out burger it's like oh, oh you won't man. believe it the lettuce was crispy on on and on i'm like all right dude look i understand it mark i really and i don't have a problem with it right but Dude, I come on. I'm gonna start. My fingernails are looking good. Okay, that's how bad this. I'm starving, man. I'm hungry. So I stop. am. I am too. This is why I can't stop talking about it. Man. Oh man, it's so good. Oh, there's nothing like. You know, it. I can yeah, just people try yeah, to. You remember people try Fred to and Barney? Yes, Fred and used Barney. to go to the play their. They would play their poker game out at the uh, fire station. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And they took the little babies and their things, and, right. and the picture was all the guys are inside playing poker and all the babies yeah. are out in the very back in the sunshine and their strollers and stuff. <laughs> right. You know? All right. And then finally it dawns on, I don't know, Wilma and Betty is like, wait a minute. We live in bedrock. We don't have fires here. It's all rock. <laughs> and so they bust up the game. It's kind of like this, you know, you can imagine telling you, I got to go to Bible study mm-hmm. and you go to in and out burger and you're like, Hey, <laughs> I'm there. God, this Bible verses on everything. What are you talking about? <laughs> liferadio.fm it's the mark and mac show and you know daily podcast is up by 10 most days central time on uh, everywhere google does it when they feel like it but podcast (laughs) all right hey there are stories about every week of somebody deciding to break the law by doing a stunt Mm. um one of these is you know the spider-man spun there's a couple there's a couple of different people that call themselves you know the spider-man right and they climb they claim they climb buildings um in public and you know i watch from a distance on my computer okay meaning mm. somebody posts a photo of the dude and i get way back so it looks like a, a fuzzy dot because i get close enough to it and it's like i even talking about it now picturing this 60 year old climber known as french spider-man you know mm-hmm, yeah. it's making my palms sweat and you know what if we could find like a 75 year old climbing clown that yeah. would probably do me in all right just saying so that's awesome. That's actually something I hadn't thought about. The, the, the climbing clown. That's a great idea. I, who, yeah. who can I tell? Yeah. Who can I send that idea to? Because it really needs to be played out somewhere. Just so you, you know. Yes. I would have a picture of a climbing clown for you. But it would be in my backyard. And it would be taken from ground level looking down a hole. Where there's a clown that can't get out. Okay. There's your... Go ahead, climb, clown. I just have this picture of this guy 48 stories in the air, waving his arms, going, hey! (laughs) Yeah. Well, a climber known as Francis Spider-Man has marked his 60th birthday. 
you'd think by 60, he's going to calm down. You know, I think I'll have a slice of that cake, sit back and enjoy life from now on. I'll go to the Riviera and hang out. But no, he he scaled a 48-story skyscraper in Paris with no safety gear. Alain Robert, Alain, uh-huh. Alain Robert climbed the Tour Total Energies. I dis, I know there's a French pronunciation. I'm not even going to try. In the uh, defense, uh, defense business district, using no ropes or harnesses, he said, I want to send people the message that being 60 years old is nothing. You can still do sport, be active, do fabulous things. He told Reuters news agency after reaching the top of the tower, he was reportedly arrested. <laughs> this is a part of every one of his stunts is the cops yes. have to be there. Um, he, uh, he climbed the tour, uh, th- this particular building numerous times before this time, it took him just 60 minutes to reach the top. He says, I promised myself several years ago that when I would reach 60, I would climb that tower again because 60 symbolizes retirement age in France. And I oh, thought wow. was a nice touch. Uh, France's age of retirement has since risen to 62. The government aims to raise it <laughs> even further. Uh, wow. he's, Mr. Robert is known for climbing tall buildings worldwide. His daring feats include reaching the top of Dubai's Burj Khalifa. That's the tallest building in the world. He usually wow. does his stunts without prior notice or permission and has been arrested a number of times. And just so you know, my hands are sweaty. Okay, just the thought. And it's because I cannot imagine retiring at 60, you know? <laughs> LifeRadio.fm, the Mark and Mac show. It's good to have you along for the ride today with one little sidebar note here, Mark. Hmm? I don't think of alligators as being out west. I think of alligators being in Florida and, and you know, generally speaking, in the southeast. Right. I do think of crocodiles being in the west, and I don't know why that is. I, I know I'm really wrong on this. So here's the here's the headline. Tow truck used to lift massive alligator out of Texas road. <laughs> in Texas, Harris County Constable Precinct 4 said officers responded to an uh, to a neighborhood early Monday morning after a 12-foot alligator was spotted wandering in the area. Officers arrived to find this large gator occupying the middle of the road. Then the gators don't take no jack. No, they don't. No, no. A specialist wrangler responded to the scene with a pickup truck and was able to capture and restrain the gator. The trapper and police ended up soliciting the help of a tow truck to lift the massive gator into the back of the trapper's pickup. Police said the alligator was turned over to local animal control officials. <laughs> yeah, they're used to dogs and cats and yeah, now yeah. <laughs> alligator. Yeah, that's right. Who else are we supposed to take it to? <laughs> they call in the they call in the dog catcher. Hey, okay, where's Fido? <laughs> <laughs> LifeRadio.fm, the Mark and Mac show, and just kind of having one of those recovery days. Mark had yeah. to cut me some slack yesterday because uh, we had some kind of bug running through our house. And, Ugh. you know, it, the older your children get, the the less of these little things you pick up. You know, right, it yeah. just it just goes. But, you know, anyway, <laughs> so being out we, around the little kids. 
It's one of those football. things, the older you get, the less you think this is going to happen too. I mean, right. because you get to a certain age and you, you don't even imagine getting a stomach bug. Yeah. It's just, it right. just, that happens when you got little kids around the house, as right. you said, right. You know, yeah. but then you've got a grandchild that's hanging around yeah. all the time. He's bringing all those lovely germs in from work. He's or for, from school. He's, yeah. going, he's going every morning to the big Petri dish, you know, right. <laughs> Where that's exactly. That's it. right. They're growing all this stuff at the school uh. and he brings it home here. Have some of this. The next thing you no. <laughs> Thanks, Bray. Nah, Appreciate the help. That's right. <laughs> but you know, there there are good things. There's good and bad in everything. I got yeah. the day off. Um, I didn't <laughs> yeah. feel good. Right. I spent a lot of time in the bathroom, and <laughs> when I weigh myself later today, I expect there to be something lower. So there we go. That's the uh, well. You know, there used to be this um, thing that we would sell on the radio, and I'm I'm, I'm not going to name the company metafit but i am just going to tell you that i had a partner before mark and i met metafit and she was always fighting the battle of the plump metafit and that they had this meeting with her and they said here you you don't have to exercise you just have to take this at night before you get it whatever right, you know and yeah and she actually you know did this and i noticed that she wasn't losing much weight and i'll be honest with you uh, she and her husband were both borderline alcoholics, so oh, no. they had pretty much a liquid diet, you know, anyway, anyway, yeah. you know, the long story <laughs> short, there wasn't much of a change in her, you know, Oh my! and it was so funny because she changed the name from Metafit to something else that would seem more appropriate, you right. know, I, and it I cracked me up. That. Oh, I wasn't supposed to say Metafit on the air, but the thing is, I'll be honest, if you ever have a, an advertiser, you know, saying all you don't have to do anything to right. gain or lose weight it doesn't work life no, doesn't work no. like that that's why we tell you the simple formula is eat less move more that's really what it that's what it amounts to is eat eat you know you've been told all of your life how to eat healthy do that and get up from the, uh, the desk a little more often you know <laughs> you don't even have to eat healthy mark just eat less eat less <laughs> liferadio.fm Mark and Mac show and you know a few minutes ago we we're talking about an alligator in a road right that's a problem you know yeah, but what if you had hundreds of pounds of grapes on the road <laughs> oh no was the alligator trying to get out west to eat these grapes I just I I just why grapes I mean I guess in Cal this happened in California okay a trailer okay. Collides, collides with a guardrail on a California highway spilled hundreds of pounds of freshly harvested grapes okay you got the grape business going out there mm -hmm. the wineries and all that stuff so yeah. I that makes absolute sense what do we get here we get chicken that's what we get here <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we don't get we don't get yeah. luscious tasty grapes we get chicken well, the California yeah. Highway Patrol said a truck was hauling a flatbed trailer loaded with grape containers on a northbound US 101, or as they refer to it out there, the 101, in yeah. Petaluma about 12.30 p.m. Sunday when the trailer went over the guardrail and spilled its load onto the left two lanes. No injuries were reported in the incident. Traffic was limited to a single lane while Caltrans crews worked to clear the grapes from the roadway. <laughs> they just don't understand how good they have it there. They just had grapes. Yeah. <laughs> later in the day, that's not going to stink. But here with the chicken, whoo! Just to give you an idea, okay, Petaluma is north of San Francisco, okay? Right. Yeah. And you can take the 101, if I'm not mistaken, I think you can take the 101 the entire length of the state of California. I think you can, yeah. And uh, and you can with the 5, too. Mm -hmm. But I remember the 101 just as a kid, you know, doing a little driving out there in L.A. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's so cool. 
No, it's not cool. It's cool to think about now. Yes. But horrible to think about doing it, okay? (laughs) Driving a freeway in California. No. It's like... And the 101 goes through LA. So don't do that. Trust us. But no. don't do, you don't, no. as much as you may want to go to California and see the sights, don't, yes. no, just don't. I've driven, I've, I've driven the 101. I've been, I've driven around uh, LA. It's, I mean, yep. <laughs> imagine any city you've driven in and then multiply it by about four times as bad. That's how, that's yep. how it is driving around L.A. It's rough. <laughs> it's, and it doesn't matter what time of day it is either. You think, oh, it's, that's, you know, guy, well, your rush hour is going to be bad. No, it's like every <laughs> hour is rush hour. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> Mark and Mac mornings only on liferadio.fm. liferadio.fm, the Mark and Mac show. And, you know, there are a couple of things that I'm afraid of, and we talk about them because I don't have a problem admitting that I have irrational fears of certain things. Right. Uh, heights being one of them. Um, clowns being another. Right. And I see this headline, and all I'm thinking, without knowing any more, the dude has to be a clown, okay? <laughs> but <laughs> he's not. Because no. if he was a clown, if he was a clown person, he couldn't do anything like this unless he was in his clown makeup. Mm-hmm. So here we go. A Guinness Book of World Records. Yep. An Idaho man rode a unicycle for more than 30 miles while juggling to break a Guinness World Record. But not just any Idaho man. Hey. Oh, no. It was our buddy, David Rush. I thought you forgot the jingle. No. I didn't and have this one. Guinness Records Man. Guinness Records Man. Hey, those stunts for education have brought you worldwide fame. See, see he gets his own special jingle. Yeah, I love it. I'm so glad. I yeah. think he should. David Rush. He has broken nearly 250 Guinness World Records to promote STEM education. Says he upgraded his unicycle for the record attempt from a standard 20-inch wheel to a larger 36-inch wheel. He says, when you're trying to cover distance, it's much better to have a bigger wheel. He said it was about four years uh, of preparation and six months of serious preparation before he was ready to officially tackle the record for the farthest distance traveled on a unicycle while juggling. Rush rode 123 laps around a track that's 30.74 miles before making a mistake while juggling, and that ended the attempt. His distance Uh. was more than twice the previous record of 12 miles and also defeated an unofficial record of 18 miles. Wow. That's just unbelievable. This is what we say all the time. If you're going to break a record, break the record. I mean, and this is a real, this isn't a made up record. I mean, granted, I don't think in my life I've ever, you know, seen the need or had to save a baby while juggling, riding a a unicycle, but you know, right. I couldn't ride a unicycle 30 feet and I darn sure can't juggle. So there you go. Man, I, when I was a kid, I had a unicycle. I learned how to ride a unicycle. It's not easy. It's one of those things, wow. though. It's you know there are, there's a lot of things like that that's one day just click and it all mm-hmm. works, and that's one of those things. The unicycle was one of those things. 
because really? there's a yeah because it's, you, you pedal 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 fall pedal 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 fall right. and then one day one day all the pieces start falling into place and huh well i'm doing all right you know it's just it's wow. one of those things but i can't imagine riding a unicycle for 30 miles right let alone 30 miles while juggling holy right. smokes <laughs> liferadio.fm mark and mac show and you know in all the years we've done this show i did not know that mark was a closeted unicycle guy i didn't know this but it's fascinating mark i mean this and i'm not being you know i'm not being funny i think it's really cool and i mean maybe dorky now because i couldn't do it but back in the day i don't think i would have had the patience to learn how to do it you know well it just looks hard it is hard it's it's not easy i you know i I thought, well, that's cool. I bet I could, I think I could do that and, and wow. persuaded my folks to get me a unicycle and they did. How funny. And, and uh, <laughs> I didn't Dude, learn. I trip over, I trip over stuff in the house every day. Okay. Yeah. I am super clumsy. Whenever one of the kids in our uh, falls or does something it's from, they, oh, that's, that's your dad's fault. That's right. Papa's fault. Right. You know, you got it from him because I should have had a helmet and mm. elbow pads on my whole life. Right. And the thought of riding a unicycle is like, that just is like, I, I can't imagine being able to do that. It just freaks me out. Well, you think about, I, I th- if I think about doing it now, let's just say that right. I pull, I reached in the closet and pulled out the ancient unicycle, which I don't have anymore. But if I pulled the unicycle out of somewhere and said, okay, I'm going to ride it. The first thing I would do was I would dial nine one and then hand you the phone. <laughs> all you have to do is hit that last one buddy that's it because <laughs> because this boy's gonna be bouncing off the pavement at any minute now <laughs> and back then uh i was young skinny you know <laughs> bulletproof 10 feet tall that sort of a thing i could do anything but i didn't learn out in the driveway or in the yard I decided I needed some place where I could I could catch myself if I was going to fall. So I learned in the bedroom hallway at the house. Right, and of course you know what that <laughs> as a as a parent you know exactly what that yeah. hall looked like after a little while. Those handprints down the hall where I was catching myself. My mom loved that. <laughs> there was no way I was going to try that out on the side out on the uh, out on the driveway where it could actually hurt. No. <laughs> This little boy wanted some carpet and padding. Thank you very much. <laughs> LifeRadio.fm, the Mark and Mac show. We appreciate you joining us. And, it, and again, a quick reminder, you know, the daily podcast, if you're so inclined, up every day about 10 o'clock Central Time. Um, Mark, we have had a number of animal stories today just because, I mean, right. it hits like this. But animal rescuers, okay, we're doing something that, A, I can't imagine happening often, you know, and where it happened is not an area I, okay, here's the headline, animal rescuers tracking lost cow in Long Island. In Long Island. <laughs> yeah, an, yeah. Anim, an animal rescue organization in New York said personnel are trying to locate a 750-pound cow that escaped from a farm on a unicycle, no, and has been on the loose for more than three weeks. The Strong Island Animal Rescue League said the cow, called Vienna, escaped <laughs> from Jerry's Farms on Waiting River Road in Manorville on August 27th and has been on the loose ever since, despite numerous sightings. This cow has determined 
<laughs> She's not, not going back there. The group shared a video to Facebook showing the most recent Vienna sighting at the Pine Hill Golf and Country Club in Manorville late last week. They say, we hope we can locate where she is. We're asking everyone to please stay back. Let the professionals do what they've got to do. That's what Frankie Flor- uh, Floridia of the Strong Island Animal Rescue League told News 12 there. Rescuers said a new home's being prepared for the cow at the Skylands Animal Sanctuary and Rescue in New Jersey. <laughs> I thought it'd be set up at Lone Star, you know? <laughs> liferadio.fm the mark and mag show and you know mark we have you and i both have uh, looked around the world and seen how other countries govern how other countries operate and i don't know if it is because of our religious background where we see in countries around the world where a certain religion will dominate what mm. happens politically right um christianity isn't that way christianity is just about you know the individual and not about you know a, it's not a government it, right. it's yeah. not what it is and yeah. jesus was crystal clear on that so when i see a government making decisions you know like this one in particular it cracks me up because i'm thinking well at least it, it at least it's not a religion that's guiding this okay mm, yeah <laughs> they they just are idiots maybe their religion is liberalism i don't know yeah. but you know the ideologies are different it's just weird cuz I think of liberalism, leftism more as a cult than a religion. Yes. Yeah. But hey, have you noticed that even on History Channel shows, and I'm not, I don't mean the History Channel, but I mean histories that document, or document, documentaries about historic events Mm. that like they will talk about um, right wing fascism. Right. That it always comes (laughs) from the right. I've noticed this in some of my World War II documentaries I've watched. It never has. They no, it never has come from that way, but it's like they actually say this out yeah. loud and it's like, wait a minute. You know, I'm watching a thing that came out in the era after Trump was president, and even there they were talking about how Hitler's slogan was, you know, make make Germany great again, you know? Right. And I'm like, You guys are so wrong. I I really did for a minute, Mark. I thought, we have got to do something. But you know what? That, that ball has already gotten kicked out of the field. Yep. You know, Mr. Grumman got the ball in his yard and popped it. That game is over. Now, all we can do is just one-on-one. So I, yeah. I, I apologize for chasing that tail, but okay. it really has bothered me. Yeah, even our history books. The, the books our kids are being taught out, taught out of in schools, they're all poisoned with the, the cult theology of leftism. And Ugh. and it's, it's really sad. And, and now this guy's name skips my mind it just of course it went away as soon as i wanted to think of it but there's a there's a fellow who's who's uh it's the the book the history book is the people's a people's history of the united states stop for All a right. second a the people's history okay. howard zinn howard zinn that's the guy yeah the people's history of the united states a people's history like the people's republic of china like the like all you know it, the guy is a socialist he's a leftist and he has offered up his opinions on american history not american history so our children are being taught some leftists opinions of everything that's happened in our history and all of the bad things that have happened so he's ignoring the the greatness of this country and what it has done for the world i mean without the united states of america the world would have crumbled a long time ago 
Right. Because we have been there. We have been there to help when asked. We have been there to step in when called. We have been there to feed when the people have been hungry. We've been there to drill wells. We've been there to, to, to bring medicine. We've been there to do all kinds of things and to teach everybody willing to learn how to do it themselves. Without us, the world would have fallen to leftism a long, long time ago, and we would all be like the old Soviet Union, which failed, which oddly enough, they all want to copy. But Howard Zinn and his and people like him are poisoning the minds of our children, so they don't understand what's really happened in history. Uh, Dinesh D'Souza once said, if you want to read history, then go find authors from back in the, uh, as, at the absolute latest, the late 1800s. Anything that's when that's when progressivism started to creep in to educational publishing and they started rewriting history was in the late 1800s. You, so you need to go back a little further than that. If you go back and find history written prior to that, you will find accurate descriptions of what actually happened in our country. And it really isn't anything like what our children are being taught today. And by the way, if you do find a, a book, an author uh, that was written in the 1850s, okay. And it's talking about, I don't know, World War II. Then you're in the wrong section, okay? That's the Nostradamus section. You want to go back. LifeRadio.fm, the Mark and Mac show. Grind, grind. Mark and I both talking about our buddy Mike Eccles, okay? Yeah. Mike's retired. He's on vacation, and too. And yeah. I thought about that. Okay, when you're retired... And you go on a quote-unquote vacation. I kind of thought that those were the same thing. You know, <laughs> just one's permanent and one's temporary. So yeah. how do you take a vacation when you're retired? But then again, if you know anybody that's having a successful retirement, it's because they're busy doing things, right, work yeah. and whatnot. So right. Mike actually does need a vacation he from does. all the work he does. He this does. is the busiest. He is the hardest working retired guy I've ever met. I will text him sometimes because I need to drop something off or pick something up. It's like the, he had a laptop he wanted me to work on a few weeks ago. I said, like, sure. And I'd text him, you going to be around the house? Nope. <laughs> he's, he's never, if he's there, he's in the workshop fixing something. And if he's not, he's picking something up or delivering something that has to do with what he's doing, working on. So he's constantly on the move. He told me, yeah, I'm going to stop doing this uh, small engine repair stuff. He's still doing it. Well, yeah. <laughs> he can't stop. Unbelievable. All right. But right so now he's on the beach he's, posting pictures yeah. of the sunrise over the ocean on it's social just, media and making yeah. us both go, oh, stop oh. it. Just stop, please. And Mike is such a sold out believer. You yeah. talk about a man at peace. It's like, that's why I think those pictures that he takes are even more important because, mm. you know, it is the man behind the picture that actually gives god all the glory for everything yeah, in his life true. as a constant reminder of what we can do here on planet earth you yep. know for one another and it's just yeah. he is a, a wonderful godly example of a good man he really is we love you mikey we do buddy but right now we both hate you for the pictures but normally <laughs> we love you liferadio.fm the mark and mac show and you know this next story would be so much easier to understand for you and me if 
uh, president Jimmy Carter had been a two-term president. <laughs> yeah, you remember when he broke out the metric system and yes, we're going to all do this and switching yeah. everything over? And, That's funny. You know. There was a lot of stuff happening back then. We were going to go to the metric system. Didn't yeah. happen in the UK. They were going to stop driving on the left and start driving on the right. Didn't happen. Yeah. You know, there were a lot of yeah. things that didn't happen back then that they said would be. They're going to just improve the world. Everything will be better. And right. No, it just didn't happen. And so because of Jimmy Carter only being a one-term president, we didn't convert to the That's metric right, system. Yeah. So but, we don't know the difference between well, how does Celsius and match up with yeah, Fahrenheit. Yeah, we have I to, don't anyway. I, yeah, every time we have a story that's in a foreign currency, I have to look up a currency converter to, to make sure everything I can understand how much yeah. like 3,000 Swiss francs is. It's over $4,000, right. for example, right? Or or what temperatures are. Like, what's 19 mm-hmm. degrees Celsius? It's about 66 degrees Fahrenheit. So I have right. to go find these charts and look them all up so i can understand and wrap my brain around it because that's not how we think here well (laughs) fortunately we also don't think like a police state because switzerland is they're considering putting anybody who heats their rooms above 66 degrees fahrenheit in jail for up to three years it would only happen if switzerland is forced to ration gas because of the russia ukraine war though fines could also be handed out for violators uh, Marcus Spord, uh, Spordy, Spordy. Hey, here's your Swiss name. A spokesman for the Federal Department of Finance told um, Blick, that's the publication, that the rate for fines on a daily basis could start at 30 Swiss francs. That's about 40 bucks Canadian. I don't have the U.S. conversion. He added that the maximum fine could be up to uh, four grand, $4,000. Companies wow. who deliberately go over their gas quotas could also face punishment. The potential measures also say that temperatures in gas-heated buildings could be no more than 66.2 degrees Fahrenheit with water only be they could well, only allow you to heat water up to 140 degrees. Um, Blick also <laughs> reports that radiant heaters would not be allowed and saunas and swimming pools would have to stay cold. The measures are stated in the federal law on national economic supply referred to by the Federal Department of Economic Affairs in an official document in Switzerland. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Just wow. All right. So if you now this would be fine for us is, you know, LaDonna and I both like to have things a little chilly. Right. You know, we keep yeah. ours at 68 year round. Just right. So, yeah. You know, if you come here in the summer, it's 68. Come here in the winter, it's 68. Mm-hmm. Just the way it is. Yeah. And granted now. It's funny how when Hannah will come to visit or hang out or whatever, she'll change the thermostat. She'll, she will. I'm like, baby, we live here all the time. This is not you know? your house. Put a sweater on. <laughs> yeah. Just, anyway, yeah. but I, I think about it. I mean, you govern like this. You you know, next thing you're going to do is teach them what side of the face to shave first. You yeah. Know? Well, this, I can see this happening in California very easily. Because yeah. they're already telling people in California that after a certain point, well, it's, it's, it's 2035, you can't, you can't uh, buy gas cars anymore. You have to buy electric yeah. cars. So yep. they're telling them, <laughs> this is just, and this kills me. They're telling mm-hmm. them, they're telling them, we, you must buy electric cars. And then they're telling them right now, by the way, you can't charge that electric car after like four in the afternoon. Right. <laughs> and when yep. do you charge, when are you going to charge your electric car? while you're sleeping at night yes yeah <laughs> unbelievable yep. you know when the the inmates truly are running the asylum they but they're really gonna blame are. they're gonna call this some great right-wing conspiracy oh, you know that you yes, know yes they will
liferadio.fm. It's the Mark and Mac show. And, you know, Mark, um, a lot of people have made decisions uh, into life decisions, you know, the no resuscitate type thing. Mm. And and I've often wondered about it. I, I don't know what I really want, and I haven't really thought about it that much because then you start, it's uncomfortable, you know. It's yeah. not like yeah. time I get a prostate exam or whatever. I just don't want to talk about it, you know. Right, yeah. So when you see a story where it says North Carolina pastor declared dead twice, uh-huh. declared dead twice, yep. but yet now he's showing signs of life? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, after his internal organs were being prepared for harvesting, Ryan Marlowe, he's 37, who contracted the foodborne bacterial illness Listeria last month and oh, fell yeah. into a coma, oh. started showing signs of life after being declared brain dead twice. Marlowe's uh- wife, Megan, was told that her husband was clinically brain dead on August 27th, as in not exhibiting any brain activity. She says, uh, a, a nurse said, your husband has passed. Then, two days later, Megan, who spent the time comforting their three children, all under the age of six, was told by a doctor wow. that Ryan had actually suffered traumatic brain damage. She says, I, I said, he's still pretty much brain dead, right? And I was told, yes. When she returned August 30th to say goodbye forever to her husband, another relative claimed that the pastor's feet twitched when he was shown family videos. She says, literally, the OR team was ready to take him. And I tell the nurse, Mm. I need tests done now to see if he's brain dead. Those tests showed there was blood flowing to Ryan's brain, and he was not clinically brain dead. While Ryan remains on life support in a coma, doctors don't believe he'll make full recovery. Still, Megan is praying for another Mm. miracle. She says uh, he may still go to glory yet, but... This is beyond medical help. This is in the Lord's hands. Wow. I, and I get that. Yes, yeah. You know, when yeah. you think about how many mistakes are made, you know, by mm. human doctors, and yeah. we have the great physician, you know? That's true. But at the same time, I mean, we, we you and I being plugged mm-hmm. in the news as much as we are, yeah. and, and, of course, it bleeds over onto this, and I know people think sometimes, why this, isn't this a Christian radio station? Why do you people talk about all this stuff? It's because w- th- this is where our attention is every day. We see all this stuff going on, and a lot of people who are church people just don't watch this stuff anymore. They just yeah. don't. So, you know, we talk about these things. But yeah. we see a lot of stories, a lot of stories like this coming out of hospitals, uh, mm-hmm. especially now related to COVID, where people have just right. been resigned to be dead. They're going to die. We're going to put you on a, on a ventilator and just watch you pass right. away when there was no need for that to happen. Right. Actually, I saw a the story. The ventilator actually made it worse. Yeah. I, I saw a story last week of a woman who um, kept asking for her the her caregiver, her physician or doctor at the hospital mm-hmm. to be changed to somebody else. They wouldn't do it. She wanted a certain medication. They wouldn't do it. She wanted certain things to happen. They wouldn't do it. And she was dying as a result of, of the things that were happening. And her husband eventually came in with a wheelchair and took her out of the hospital. Wow. wow. And when they took her out of the hospital and got her the treatment she needed, she recovered. But they wow. were ready to put her on a ventilator and watch her die instead of doing what was right. And that's all happening because of, A, political pressure, which has bled right. into B, the insurance companies, which has bled into C, the corporate legal departments, which are running hospitals today. And they're telling these people, you, you will do A, B, and C, but you will never do D, E, and F. And D, E, and F may be what actually saves their lives. 
And so hospitals are being run by their legal departments instead of the, the doctors who know better now. And we're seeing things happening across America that should, that should only happen in third world countries and hospitals. And it's becoming frightening. LifeRadio.fm. It's the Mark and Mike show. And you know, a little while ago, we were talking about our, our retired buddy, Mike yeah. and uh, him posting these pictures on social media, <laughs> laying on the beach and stuff. And yeah, he's, he decided to go ahead and rub our faces in it. You yes. Know? <laughs> Mike, we hard. love you. Yeah. Hope you have a great time. Hope you're enjoying yourself. Mm-hmm. Hope Miss Rita's having fun. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just <laughs> bless your heart because it's killing us, man. It is. I will say this though, that last picture he sent us of him sitting there yeah. on the beach wearing his sun hat and his sunglasses. Mm-hmm. If I did that, there'd be little children pushing me back in. We've got to save the whale. <laughs> We've got to save the whale. Wait a minute. Mark and Mac are back. The Mark and Mac Show. Weekday mornings on LifeRadio.fm.